Shop Mom Podcast. I am your host, Perry Sterling. And with me this week, we have a really awesome guest, actually. I mean, all of our guests are awesome, but I have a feeling we're going to have fun with this one. I have on the podcast, Anna Gabrielle of Push Tattoos. Anna, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. As we discussed, I'm like not feeling super great. (laughs) It's also a rainy Sunday. So is anyone feeling good on a rainy Sunday? It's such a weird day. And I like how like I was like, okay, I'm sitting in a parking lot, like waiting to leave because it's pouring and now it's pouring at your house. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So we do not live in the same area. So your, your storm came first and then it came up to Philadelphia yeah um, yeah um and no delaware delaware has gotten nothing but rain all summer well i guess all of us have gotten nothing but rain all summer it's been crazy great for my garden horrible for mosquitoes and anything fun horrible for my depression <laughs> that too yeah and then horrible. we're heading into winter so that will make it so much better i'm sure i would prefer it to be winter actually Okay, so you don't get depressed in the winter. Yeah. No, I get depressed in the summer. And then, uh, like, and then when it's supposed to be sunny out, I'm just like, oh, you know, it's too hot. I don't want to leave the house. I don't want to have to. I mean, I'm literally working, like, right next to people all day. So I'm just, like, yeah, on top of people, hot, sweaty. So I love Christmas. I love all of that. (laughs) Yeah, so... As a tattoo artist, do you find that more people come in in the summer than the winter? Not anymore because I feel like the internet has made it so that people, they like get that you shouldn't necessarily get a tattoo if you know you're going to be at the beach or you know you're going to be. So I do have like my summer people who hate summer too. And then they're like, okay, I don't want to go to the beach. Um, so I'm just going to get tattooed in the summer. And then there's the teachers. They all get tattooed in the summer. Um, so they like to show back up to school with all their tattoos and teachers get tattooed all the time now so it's pretty cool but yeah it's all like it's it's it just depends it's like a different kind of clientele but yeah sometimes in the summer you have to offer more like special pricing and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but I, the winter i mean there's definitely a slowdown like in december but like that's fine because i have christmas stuff to do so it's fine <laughs> For sure. And I feel like you're always busy. I try to be. I mean, it's um, it's also all about like actually like being smart with money at that time, like saving, Mm -hmm. getting ready for your tax season, all that stuff. Tax season is like the worst. That's my least favorite time because I don't ever get a refund. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't gotten a refund in forever. Basically, good at it now. Like, they're they're too good at figuring it out, which I guess is better because I get less. I mean, I get more in my paycheck, but yeah, yeah. Before we continue, I have to pause and explain what is going on on your background because it is amazing. So right now, Anna has the best gallery wall. Puts mine to shame. She's got gold frames on most of her things we got um, the gold and we got uh i don't know i guess mounted butterflies and there's a praying mantis like directly behind me 
Oh my gosh, like, so cool. It's only like this big though. Yeah, that is I thought really was, cool. I thought it was going to come and be like huge. It's not. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's all butterflies it's, and stuff. I love it too because it's set against like a pink pattern wallpaper. Which yeah. I feel like can be really hard to get a successful gallery wall on a wallpaper and you've made it work flawlessly. I love it. Well, the whole house is paint is either wallpapered or painted weird colors. So the living room is yeah. pink, which is like fine. I think that's what I wanted. So it's fine. Um the <laughs> next room over is blue for some reason, like turquoise, like bright blue. Then there's a lime green room a yellow room and I just like left it all the way it was I love that I feel like that's gonna be what happens when someone buys my house because but that's my fault that I have put crazy paint everywhere well I was gonna do it and then I was like oh somebody's already done it but it's weird because um like the guy who used to live here is a priest here we go with the spooky shit he was a priest (laughs) and he died falling down the two steps in my house oh no yep but he he so not in the house though he had he had to have his hip replaced and I can only assume what might have happened like maybe he was like in surgery and passed or something he's like 80 something and he said I guess his brother was selling the house and when I went to settlement they were like he was a priest he didn't like um having to wear all black so he painted the house all these crazy colors and like found all the craziest wallpapers and I was like okay and I have been finding history channel documentary videos in this house for months now wow so did he die in the house he didn't die in the house he died in the hospital but like like while getting his hip replaced from the fall oh the hip replacement was from the fall got it yeah and it's weird like this room that I'm in now is the bedroom but it was the hot tub room because I guess he had a lot of physical ailments so he had a hot tub in here um he built an addition on the house for a hot tub and put this weird ass wallpaper like where do you even get this yeah no it looks very 70s it's weird and I ended up like everybody was like are you gonna take it down I was like no (laughs) I'm not gonna take it down I'm not going through all the trouble of that. You like totally make it work though. It looks great. Thanks. Thanks. I was How like, is- my interest rate is seven percent. I'm not taking down wallpaper. <laughs> yeah. The interest rate is too high for that. Fair enough. Are you yeah. having fun decorating your house? Yeah, it's like it was fun and then my plumbing went. And then I was like, mm, you know yep. what? I think I need a break from all the fun <laughs> and like let's yeah. have a horrible thing happen um but now I'm getting back into it I mean the living room's been done it's like a golden girls theme in there oh my gosh I love it yeah and then um this I just thought gold worked the best with this weird color it's like a weird pinky red I was like this is fine (laughs) no it looks totally good I feel like I need to do a whole podcast episode on like all adults decorating their houses because millennial yeah, adults decorating millennial adults a hundred percent because I feel like we we have a direction we're going in with our decor like I have a whole like 
horror gallery wall above me, which wasn't even like intentionally horror. It's just like yeah. those are the decorations we have. Right. I mean, they call it so like they're they call it that dopamine decor thing. And I swear that's like such a millennial like thing. It's like we're really trying not to be depressed. Yes. Let's decorate our houses really, really, um, like, extra. Like, the room next yes. to me has all my music stuff. And then there is a horror gallery, like, hallway thing. There's a whole record wall. I'm just like, I need to be happy when I walk in my house. Yes. <laughs> because. Yeah, I, I'm world 100% burning. like a maximalist. Like, shit yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Like I need it to be organized, but I need, it's everywhere. Wait, so I know you're a little younger than me. Uh, so you are a millennial then, confirmed. I'm confirmed one year into millennial, and I wear it with a ba- like a badge of honor. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean you got it. Like, yeah, I'm like, can I please have this badge <laughs> of yeah. millennial status? Because what I don't I don't want to be Gen Z, and I don't want to be. I don't know. I don't want to be that in between. I just want to be a millennial. Yeah. I don't mind. I, your tattoo things that you tend to do seem to be more millennial pop culture anyway. Yeah. Than Gen Z pop culture. What is Gen Z pop culture at this point? Like, I don't know. Billie Eilish, the world. Okay. Um, no, the world I, ending. <laughs> um, being uh, being misanthropic, not. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no. I yeah. mean, we thought they've got dealt a hard hand, so I'll give it to them. I feel like yeah. '90s culture is Gen Z pop culture right now. Rich, do you know what I saw the other day? Please stop. Okay, do you remember the limited two, like the purses that are like sequins like that they were like the little the big sequins that were like this big and they were sewn onto the bag they yep. had that at urban outfitters like it Stop was a it. thing and i was like oh this is where it comes around where i think it's bad like i was like am i gonna get like my parents and be like why why is this coming back i'm there There's, yeah yeah there are a lot of ugly trends coming back which like fine fair enough but my mom has always ascribed to the um advice that if you were old enough to be around for it the first time you're too old for it the second time and yeah. i really wish more millennials would take that to heart because it's not for us this stuff no it's not, not for us. us i'm not wearing we, a low rise pants i'm not wearing low rise i'm not wearing flare jeans I will wear bell-bottom jeans, but I'm not I'll wearing wear bell-bottoms. boot cut. I'll wear bell-bottoms because bell-bottoms is 70s flat. Like, that yeah. wasn't really big when we were young. All I wanted was were, were bell-bottoms, but I, I do not remember being able to find them. No, you, you couldn't. And it was like, you could go to free people and buy them for, like, $200. $1,000, yeah. That's not happening. Um, right. when you, especially when you're going to grow out of them. But um, no, that and I, it's like, I like the the Ed Hardy is back. Oh, no. 
Yeah, I saw it at Urban Outfitters and I was like, oh no. I was like, I think I was, it was like big for people in their 20s when I was a kid, right? So I think yeah. it was like a missed trend for me. Like I missed it and I'm kind of glad that I missed it because it was awful. Yeah. I was and not I had tattoos. I can't girl. wear that. Yeah, no, no you can't no. wear it oh, if true, you have tattoos. That then is you're so like true. 40. And it's That's like, true. I have, <laughs> look at me with my tattoos and my tattoos on my clothes. No, it's too much. Yeah, that is that is true. No, I'm not an Ed Hardy person anyway. Even if I didn't have tattoos, like, no. Nope. Yeah, no. Not my no. scene. It's, um, like, embarrassing for people when they wear it. Like, it was, like, um, remember John and Kate plus eight? Yeah. That guy used to wear it all the time, and he is embarrassing, so I just think of that. I love that. That's so funny. I haven't thought about yeah. that show in a long time. I've never seen it, but know everything about it just because of pop culture. Yeah, that's and that was the thing. Like you, that's that's what's cool about the internet. I feel like you cannot watch something and still know everything about it. Yes, a hundred percent. Like it's so easy to stay in, involved in the zeitgeist. It's fantastic. I love um, it. So you're a tattoo artist. Uh, yeah. you do, I would say, obviously correct me if I'm wrong, but you trend towards doing, as we discussed, like pop culture stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so how long have you been tattooing? Like, let's shoot off the basics. How long have you been doing tattooing? What got you involved into it? I've been tattooing for six years. Um, it kind of fell into my lap. I was doing hair and this girl and I drew all the time and I was like, like, I went to a math and science high school, so it wasn't encouraged at all. It was like, STEM, you're going to be a programmer or something like that. Yeah. And um, I was like, I wasn't not about it. Like, I, I went to school to be a math teacher while I was doing hair, working for my parents, their hairdressers. And then an apprenticeship fell into my lap, and I loved drawing, and it was my hobby. And I was like, wouldn't it be cool if like the thing that I do as my hobby would be my job? So I did that and I did my apprenticeship. It was horrible. Um, really? It was just like an old school apprenticeship. Mm. Um, then I worked for six months in another shop, but like those people were like, as I started getting busier, those people were like mad oh, that I was getting busier, yeah. you know, the huge, but I yeah. didn't mind that shop. And actually I, 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 the person that I work for now, Oba, he apprenticed at the second shop that I was at and I worked in his old station. And oh, when wow. I got, um, I went to go get a portrait from him. He's really good at portraits. And he was like, do you want to come work here? And I was like, well, yeah, I would rather work at this like LGBTQ friendly queer owned shop that my clients can feel comfortable going to because I've always been in a lot of queer circles mm-hmm. um despite like just being an ally and sometimes I always feel like like it's like so cringe like for me to have to like or for for me to say that because I'm people are probably like yeah right you probably have two friends that are in the community and I'm like no like all of my friends have always been in the community and I and I realized that a traditional tattoo shop wasn't going to be a comfortable environment for them and so yeah. I was like, okay, I really need to find my place, and my place is going to be, and my place needs my place needs to ho- like house 
all of these clients that, you know, at the time when I started tattooing, like calling people by the right pronoun just became like a thing. Okay. You know what I mean? It like, yeah. like I, when I was like 21 or 22, I'm 27 now that like just started to like become a thing where like we respect people's pronouns and stuff like that. That wasn't happening where I was working. So I needed to find another place. So for the last five years, I've been working at the same place. So I only had one year of tattooing in these shitty places. I wasn't accepting any of that. You know what I mean? Like any of that old school shit. I wasn't afraid to quit. I wasn't afraid to leave. And my parents were like, well, won't you just look like you hop around shops or you're unreliable? I don't really feel that way, but I got lucky because it was only two. Um, but my parents were like, I don't know, you should probably try to stick it out and look like you're reliable. I'm like, this isn't like other jobs. Yeah. Like, this isn't that. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I've like, I followed an artist like to three different shops. In, yeah. Like, two years. Yeah. Because it's because like a lot of people are just shitty and you don't want to work with them anymore. I mean, yeah. so as soon as I found like my home, I'm staying there. Like I'm not leaving. They, you can't get me to go anywhere at this point. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and when I, it's been a while since I've been in, Oh no. So yeah, the one time I was in your shop, it felt like a very warm, open environment you guys all seem to be having like such a good time uh Mm -hmm. it seemed a lot of fun because I feel like in a lot of shops it can feel very um like uncomfortable or even Mm -hmm. like the tattoo artists aren't really interacting with each other which fair enough people are working (laughs) um but sometimes hi dog Uh (laughs) yeah yeah um Sometimes, like, they're so far away from each other. Like, it doesn't seem like there's, like, you don't see the camaraderie happening, even though it might be. Like, in your shop, it was very clear that you all, you guys all really liked being around each other. Yeah. And, I mean, it's all pretty much always been that way. I mean, you get those, you sometimes get those people that are, like, workplace. Like, I don't know if you ever had, had, like, a workplace cancer. I don't know what else to call it. But like they, I definitely need have, to. What? Uh, they like, like, like somebody who, somebody who just like ruins the vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we had like two of those for like a short period of time, but then like they kind of work themselves out. Either they quit or they got fired because, just like they just like either stir the pot or create like a weird like vibe. Like, you know, yeah. like you can't come into work crying every day, and you can't come into work like bringing your personal stuff to work Mm. and that that created a weird vibe for a little while but like I think that with Oba having been like kind of a newer business owner he had to kind of like figure that out like oh do we keep giving people the benefit of the doubt until they create a weird environment yeah or do we you know realize like oh this is just an incompatibility right but you know, I, it, it, it has, I have to say it's been mostly perfect. You know what I mean? That's awesome. But there, there was that little bit of time where I was like, uh, I wish that we didn't have to, you know, deal with some of like the more dramatic type people, but then they were gone. So there was that. 
That's awesome. I mean, and you're going to get that, like, at any work environment. So the fact it's usually, like, pretty good is awesome. Um, So, yeah, you do a lot of pop culture. I I doubt you, like, were able to, you know, start by doing just that because obviously you need to, like, build your clientele. Like, how did you hone into starting to do that? Well, I thought that I was going to do traditional tattoos at first which is really weird because um, I like to get them. Um, but I realized I don't like to do them as much. And I've always been kind of like, a, like more of like a loner as far as like, I have like a couple of friends and like, I kind of like, like to do a lot of stuff by myself. So I watch a lot of movies and listen to a lot of music. And I've been a musician for 18 years. So I love music. I play bass. So I, I've been like, always into like that end of pop culture like obsessed with like musicians and performances and stuff like that and then movies horror movies all that stuff has been like a big part of like my like life and my childhood and I just love stupid shit like I love cartoons and all (laughs) all of that stupid shit so I kind of have always escaped into my own little world and I wanted like I was like wouldn't it be cool if I had that at work every day um and I realized that, like, again, millennials were, were like, were like, and those people kind of in between millennial and Gen Z, they also escape into pop culture. So a mm-hmm. lot of people who get tattooed do that. And I realized, like, what a, what a good market it is, but also that I can start to actually connect with you because I always felt like I couldn't connect with people and stuff. Because there was always that, like, period of time when you're, like, a kid or you're, like, an adolescent and everything is, like, oh, let me fit in by doing sports. Right. You know what I mean? And so then when you were like a nerdy kid, which most of the people who get tattooed are just nerdy kids, you know, that's not appreciated. But now I was like, wow, I found like this community of people that appreciate it and get it tattooed by me. But you do start out doing this, like whatever comes in the door just because you need to build up the finances to be able to get picky right of course but with all of those people starting to get tattooed that are kind of like my age that like all that stuff it was really easy to get those people in the door because you just you just have to make flash you have to produce things that people want yeah and I found all of these people like me who wanted that you know for sure and I will say your work has a unique element to it like you bring interesting things to your like when you're tattooing something you're not just tattooing like I'm thinking of one particular weird tattoo you did but you didn't just do a Furby you did like a weird like Furby centipede situation if I'm remembering correctly with like the crazy legs like you definitely bring your own spin to it the Furby oh yeah people were copying you the Furby centipede has been like a source of so much drama that's Um, crazy yeah because and I'm like I'm like so I have to tell you not like not to like say like like not to bring it up because no it's fine bring it up um but it (laughs) is such a source like a source subject because not only that but the client that it has the Furby centipede like is like a former friend who got weird because I made t-shirts with the Furby centipede on it 
and basically was like, you stole my intellectual property. And I was like, no, I didn't. I did. What? The Furby centipede happened because I did a Sanrio centipede. Okay. And then this person said, how about Furbies? But the, regardless, I drew the Furby centipede. Right. And I can put it on a shirt. But it was like a whole weird thing. And then I was like, and then people started copying it. And I was like, the Furby centipede is truly cursed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fair enough. And that's not even my favorite thing you've done. But it just, like, it's a good example of how you bring a uniqueness to something that is otherwise just like, hey, I like this growing up. Can I get this on my body? Yeah, it's all about Furby Ursula now. Furby Ursula. I don't think I've seen Furby Ursula. Fursula, if you will. Fursula. (laughs) I don't think I posted it, honestly. Okay, I'm like, wait, so it's just like an Ursula Furby that is designed like an Ursula? Yeah, I'm trying to see if it'll let me send it to you in a chat so that you can see it. But yes, it's Furby Ursula. And it's like, that's like... I don't know that that's more I mean I don't know we can we can segue into Disney with that sure so it's kind of like I actually hate most of the time mashing up my Disney stuff with cursed things (laughs) because I like it to be pure it's something that I have in my life that's pure you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and like I feel like so much of like my life is surrounded by like inappropriate shit or like you know like just like vulgar vulgarity mm-hmm. and like horror movies and all that stuff so I'm like oh there's Disney it's pure it's happy you yeah. know that is something like odd I not odd that's like a weird word but like I've noticed so you you seem to go to Disney World a lot and I do I've, I've noticed when you're there, you're dressed like the most like almost like girly like dress like frilly dresses. So like that makes sense to me now that you say that that it feels like you're really like honing in on a specific feeling that this entity gives you. It's it's like that's just not the vibe aside from like like aside from that like I mean I don't like to go to an environment where there's children and possibly offend anybody you know what I mean Fair and like enough, I know yeah. it's like oh we shouldn't give a shit about how people feel and stuff like that I don't necessarily agree with that when it comes to like going to a place where there's kids I do feel like there's a certain amount of tact you should have you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You don't you don't know how where this kid, you know, where this kid's parent stands or anything like that. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to be inappropriate around kids. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's that. But then there's also just I don't know. Well, first of all, you can't wear anything in Disney that might be deemed inappropriate. They okay. will throw you out. Um because it's a family environment. They will throw you Makes out. Sense. Um but I don't know. I just feel like I, I always dress to fit the occasion. Mm-hmm. And that fits the occasion to me. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I that's it's it's another way of like, like, like escaping kind of like reality, which is like such like a Michael Jackson thing to say. 
Well, that's the thing. Like, you don't seem like you're just dressing casual and like Mm -hmm. standard, like, right? Because you could achieve the same effect of being appropriate by wearing a t-shirt and jeans. But like, you almost seem like you have like this whimsical like vibe going when you're there. Yeah, it's like all about like, it makes me feel that way. So I'm like, okay, let's do that. But also just, it's just fun. Yeah. Like I gotta, I, I always, I gotta be part of like the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 When did you start going there so frequently? Um. Okay, hold on. Do you want to get like, how deep can we get on this podcast? Because I feel as though it's going to be very deep and it's going to get real sad for a second, but then get real. Get as deep as you want, like a hundred percent. Okay. So two years ago, around Halloween, um, I was like seeing somebody who was a really good friend of mine and that did not go well. And it ended with him having a baby with somebody and me going to Planned Parenthood to have an abortion. Oh my gosh. And he was my best friend's husband's best friend. So they helped me through that whole thing. So like my best friend and her husband helped me through that whole thing and kind of hit there, like, like told him like he was a piece of shit, but then also took me there and helped me pay for it and all that stuff. Um, that then they were like Anna we really think we could cheer you up by taking you to Disney my best friend's been a Disney adult forever mm-hmm. so or well she's been a Disney person forever they took me to Disney and I think that in my very traumatized state it kind of just stuck you know what I mean like I was like mm-hmm. oh this made me feel better and then I have kind of like and then I kind of like the second time I went is kind of like I'm using this to feel better again but then it became more of like a oh wait let me look into the lore of all this stuff like this weird like Disney lore and then I got into that and now I just like keep I I like to go and keep up with everything new like because there's something new every time and like it just kind of like helps me to escape kind of like a any type of bad mentality I might have, but it started as like a, oh, Anna, let's get you out of this really bad place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, I think that like, I don't know if like I'm going to like show my appreciation to it every time. I'm like, thanks Disney for that. But that's how it stuck. I think that's what kept me from being a super annoying, like Disney adult. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, no, this isn't really something that I'm trying to burden other people with. This is, like, something for me that, like, helps me. And it's kind of, like, a place where you don't, like, it's so far from sitting in the waiting room at Planned Parenthood. It's the complete opposite of that. So I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of, like, what, why I love it so much. Because I'm just, like, this is so far from that horrible place that I was in, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. what they call it the happiest place on earth for a reason, you know? Yeah. Like, so, I assume you liked Disney as a kid. No. No. So, this is relatively this is new? new. So, okay. I, so, I actually, I did not watch every Disney movie when I was a kid. My mom was a mom who didn't want to watch shit, so she 
like got us into like all of the like stuff that she wanted to watch so i was like 10 and watching like you've got mail and like (laughs) when harry met sally and like all that kind of stuff so i didn't really get into disney i didn't even see the lion king till i was like 21 oh wow yeah but like but like then there were some movies that like were fine like the hunchback of notre dame like weird shit i love that and hercules hercules and um a bug's life like i remember (laughs) those movies and winnie the pooh was a big thing when i was a kid but like winnie the pooh transcends all um all age groups that exist now i feel like like from boomers down i feel like winnie the pooh is everybody for sure for sure but anyway they the, the um like, I didn't get into all of it until, like, again, like, until, like, two years ago when I got into going. So I watched mm-hmm. every movie that I could from, like, like, I did it in chronological order. So I think it starts with Pinocchio. Or no, it starts with Snow White and then Pinocchio. But, mm-hmm. yeah. And then all the way up to, like, Coco and all of the newer stuff. And, like, I had, not that I hadn't seen all of it, but it was, like, whatever ones my mom wanted to watch. She didn't want to watch The Lion King or she didn't want to watch certain things. She just was like, I'm just going to train my kid to like shit that I like. So it was always 80s movies and stuff like that, which is like the other spectrum of stuff that I like. Horror movies and 80s stuff like Breakfast Club, like Seeing Almost Fire, all that kind of stuff. And I grew up on that too, so I can really... Yeah. But it was it was all because my mom's like like was like very selfish, so she didn't want to like watch that stuff. But like I mean, I'm glad because I'm glad that I eventually got into it because there's so much to be learned and kind of like like from Disney, whether it be like moral like morals and stuff like that. Like some of those stories are really good, and like some of those stories are good, especially the new ones that providing like new concepts to kids that like like ratatouille is about like discrimination uh, yeah yeah i never really thought about that but yeah you're right. yeah like coco literally is like about like as like a big fucking analyzing grief and stuff like that like and like keeping people's memory alive like it's just like there's lots of good there and then there's also a lot of bad that had to be learned by Disney and or like so to acknowledge that is important too you know what I mean yeah like literally they just closed a ride because it was based off of like one of the worst Disney movies oh Splash Mountain yeah well that movie is really bad it's terrible you can find it on YouTube and of course like I'm curious so I had to look for it and I was like wow this is really bad like, I never saw it, but I, I, so there's this podcast I listen to that like does, it's like old Hollywood stuff mm-hmm. and she does like a six episode segment on it. Yeah. The, I mean, the man that won the Oscar wasn't even allowed to come receive the Oscar. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was one of those. It was, um, I think that they, I think it was gone with the wind that happened as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah but i mean even like peter pan super super bad on the native americans yes a hundred percent yeah it's so bad and you don't even like obviously realize it as a kid 
No, not at all. That was one of the movies that we watched, you know? And oh, I was really? Like, oh, yeah, this is totally okay. And there's just some, I don't know, there's Lady and the Tramp, there's the Siamese cats, like, they, mm-hmm. there's, I mean, I'm Lebanese, and I guess I see the tiny problems with Aladdin, but not, not too much. I feel like they started to get better. I mean, aside from the fact that, like, all those white people voice all those characters, but, (laughs) you know, I mean, we love Robin Williams. Um, okay. Sorry. Um, do you, you so have you watched the, like, uh, the live action versions of them? Yeah, they, they all, I think, try to right some of the wrongs for sure. I was going to say, do you think they do that successfully? Because I haven't seen most of them. I mean, well, you've got Beauty and the Beast, which doesn't really have any wrongs to right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the one I've seen. It almost tries to, like, make it, like, like, the attempt at, like, feminism, quote, unquote, is, like, almost forced. It's like you could just. There's always a force. There's always a forced attempt at feminism that I feel like is completely and totally unnecessary when you could just write another story. Right. Agreed. I'm totally fine with Belle and her Stockholm syndrome and all that stupid shit. I'm totally fine with that. It's 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 like how they're saying, I guess there's like a big controversy about Snow White. Oh, is there? Well, they're making a new one, and I guess, you know, they're saying that she's not going to get saved by the prince and stuff. And I'm like, just make another movie then. Just make yeah. another story. Because yeah. this forcing feminism on it is, like, it doesn't make sense. Then, you know, but, like, again, like, there's there's a lot of issues with Snow White, like, the seven dwarves. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, there. I feel like Disney has been learning with us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now they're like, but I, I mean, I acknowledge it's like a corporate conglomerate and there's like a lot of issues and like the CEO doesn't pay their employees enough and all that. Right. So there's the same issues with every big company, but it does put out, provide a lot of good for kids learning about broad concepts. Like Encanto is literally about family trauma. Yeah, that's true. That is one of the newer ones I've seen. Um, It's really good. Like, I am not a big Disney person as an adult. Obviously, I loved Disney growing up as a kid. Um, But especially because, you know, we were around during, like, the big Disney renaissance, too. So some really amazing classics came out of that era. But... Even though I'm not really jazzed on Disney as an adult, I'm still excited to eventually take my daughter to experience this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, she's like, it's inevitable, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if your daughter's going to end up being like a frozen child like these kids <laughs> are right now. They're like obsessed with Frozen and obsessed with Encanto. So I don't know if that's going to be happen, but it'll be the next thing that Disney does that you'll, yeah, you know, it it is crazy the obsession with Frozen that's still happening, considering how long ago that movie came out. I don't remember how long ago it was that I finally I watched look. it for the first time. I have not seen Frozen, but people are obsessed with it. Twenty thirteen, it came out ten years ago. I was still in high school when it came out. 
Oh my God. Stop that. <laughs> I was, uh, I was a junior well, or a senior in high school. I was a full on adult, Anna. Don't do this to me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was, I'm 27. <laughs> True. Yeah, I was in well, high school. Like to be fair, when I was trying to figure out how old you are the other day, like I was like, I haven't seen you since you were probably twenty four. So in my mind, you were like still twenty four. So the fact you're twenty seven like makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> I, like, I, I can't. Jeez, it was that long ago. Probably. I mean, it was during the pandemic. I got my Lisa Simpson tattoo from you. Yeah, and then before that, it had to have been. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So that was three years ago. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. That was a fun mashup for those listening. Anna did a Lisa Simpson, Lisa Frank tattoo for me. Yeah, it is amazing. I love that tattoo so much. Yes. It well, Lisa. Oh, Lisa Frank turned out to be a shitty person. Oh, she sucks too. I mean, what do they say? There's no uh I forget the saying, but um like it's something about capitalism. Like there's no uh God, that's good, Darmy Nuts. It'll come to me. Um now I have to look it up, but yeah, basically like everything you touch, like there's gonna be a problem with anyway. We just need to like ex- not accept the problem but like accept that like these are things we need to learn and move forward from but we can't change the past she literally needs to learn that yeah yeah you can't change the past so just make new shit just make new shit yeah like okay at the time it was 1940 or 50 something when snow white came out what did you expect like you can't be mad at them Seriously. And the thing I was thinking, it just came to me was there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. Yeah. So, yeah, but we just got to move forward, guys. Like, stop making the same movies then. Like, no one was literally for it. Well, I think they're doing live action Peter Pan, which how the fuck? Okay. (laughs) How are you going to do live action? I think they did do it. I didn't see it yet. But how are you going to do like Peter Pan? Yeah, but I do think that that whole part with Tiger Lily and that the Native Americans is like a big pivotal plot point. Yeah. I'm just like, just make a new movie. Yeah. Make a sequel. Make, make something else. Sequel. I mean, make something make else like, for sure. Like, I'm definitely Disney has like, the stop. audacity to keep the Native American characters in their ride, too. The Peter Pan rides got them in there. Oh, really? It is. I don't get on that. I feel like Splash Mountain was their most like popular ride, and it's really funny that it's like from an obsolete movie that no one knows and like has never seen. And that's 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 the thing. You can't be mad at people for getting on that ride all those years because nobody. There was a time where the internet didn't exist in its form. Now they didn't know that. I have a feeling that that movie got shelved and 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 bolted down i wouldn't have known i wouldn't have known what movie those characters were from oh no me neither i'd have no idea until somebody told me and then i would be like oh shit but like that that's the thing like I'm not mad at people for not knowing, but I am mad at people for being so upset about it. Yeah. 
like you're about still it gonna closing. get huh like about it closing people were literally on there like making sad tiktoks about it and i was like oh, are God. you kidding me and isn't it gonna be the same ride just like about a different princess movie? and the frog yeah which is a better so, movie great movie yeah that that is a great movie what is your favorite disney movie Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, is that like, is that new new that you like it, or like has that always been your favorite Disney? That's new. Okay, that's new. Um, yeah, I would say Beauty and the Beast. Where um, I'm sorry. Make me yawn. I know. I, I it was a long ass day. Um. Or Tangled. Tangled is really I never good. saw it. I love it. I think it's so cute. Um, I mean, I haven't seen... I'm trying to think of one that I... I would like to say that there's one that I don't like. I'm not... I'm not a huge Ariel girl. Mm-hmm. I think her... I think her story is silly. Why wouldn't you want to be a mermaid? Yeah, you know what's funny is I've seen videos of people... Well, probably it's, like, one person I've watched analyzing it, but saying, like, the story isn't about Ariel's, de- like, development. It's Triton's. Like, it, it is. If you look at it from that perspective, it definitely um, helps. It helps you to watch that movie. Because it gets yeah. on my nerves. But the new one, I really like. Okay, I haven't seen it. So it's good. It's worth watching. It's really, really, it's really, really good. I mean, it's still that story, but it's cute. Yeah. I mean, Little Mermaid was never my favorite movie, but I always loved Ursula. Yeah. And while Ursula was, um, she did everything ethically, and I think that she had a point. So she was a villain that had a point. Because she did, she was a contract girly. Mm-hmm. You know, she signed yep. a contract. <laughs> she didn't really do anything underhanded. She just like, I mean, you got what you paid for. That's true. That's true. Um, do you? Oh, what was I just gonna ask? Oh my god, it like totally flew out of my brain. Um, but oh, how do you feel if you've seen them about? The movies that tell the story from the villain's perspective. I really like Cruella. Mm-hmm. They 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 got rid of the idea that she kills dogs and got more of the idea that she like owned owned these dogs <laughs> and like Interesting. she just happened to. Yeah, I mean, her villain backstory was cool. I don't know, like, she kind of, like, it was, I mean, not to spoil it, but actually it came out so long ago that, like, maybe maybe people should have seen it. <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, her, her mother, I guess, or, like, one of her parents got killed because she was tripped by Dalmatians, but she took the power back by having the Dalmatians as her dogs. I don't know. It was like a whole thing. Okay, interesting. Uh, yeah, I can't remember exactly like what happened because it was like so long ago that I watched it, and I like it's not like a 
something that I'm trying to like rewatch. You know what I mean? Right, right. But I do like that. I would like one for Ursula. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maleficent was my favorite, but I've never seen that store that movie. Partly because I don't think the first one's on Disney Plus. I don't know. I have like didn't add it for a while. I Um, you know what's so funny about it? I'm not like you know how everybody's like a villain, like they love the villains. I'm not that way. Really? Interesting. I mean, I I I like them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm not. Um, it's not my uh, like they're not my priority. I do like um. I, mean, I do enjoy them, but like some of you, like 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 entangled. I really don't care about the villain in that movie. Um, we love Scar, though. I think Scar is the most important part of the Lion King. Scar is great. I wonder if part of it is because, especially in the older Disney movies, the princesses were just kind of boring. Kind of. Um, I mean, Jasmine was the best. I agree. I love, and when I say older movies, I mean like Oh, yeah. Like so the that's, older That's ones. where the villain matters. Like, the evil queen, she's it from uh, Snow White. Mm-hmm. I'm, she's fabulous. We love the we love when she turns into that old lady. She's scary as fuck. Um, Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping and then Beauty. Is, yeah. yeah. Maleficent. It's mainly Honestly, the fairies. My, the fairies are my favorite part of that movie. Um, yeah, that, it's their Cinderella, story, basically. Cinderella, it, like, I mean, her stepmother was whatever, but it was all about yeah. her stepsisters. It was all about yeah. them. They were a mess. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. And they then they, like, but... apparently they become, like, sympathetic characters in, like, the sequels. They <laughs> do. Like they do. Thing. I mean... But Ursula, I would say the two most important villains, in my opinion, are, like, where they kind of carry the movie for me are Scar and Ursula. hmm I think they carry I the movie. I love Scar. Yeah, Ursula carries that movie, but Sebastian also carries that movie. Agreed. Um, Jesse's go-to karaoke songs, one of them is uh, Scar's song, Be Prepared. Is it Be Prepared? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I just saw The Lion King on Broadway, and it was How so was good. It? it was so at, good. Uh, yeah. At the Kimmel? Was that? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah I've never yeah. seen it on Broadway. It's, I think it's awesome. It was really good. Um, it's definitely one of the best shows I've seen, because my, my boyfriend's into Broadway stuff, so he takes me to all, like, the shows that kind of, like, like anything that he can find. So, um, that's awesome. Yeah, we've seen Book of Mormon twice now. Oh, cool! Which we love. Which, um, is pretty pretty crazy. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but you should. I haven't, but I the songs are played in our house a lot. (laughs) Oh, has Jesse seen it? He is not. He's just he's a little Broadway baby who hasn't seen a lot of Broadway shows. But that's right up his alley. If you're gonna go yeah, to something, he's go been to that, that. You know, especially because he loves Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Well, I'm a big, I'm a big South Park fan. If Same there was something that I could him. tattoo more often, it would be South Park. So 
Good to know. Maybe I'll send my mom your way. She like wants a tattoo but doesn't know what, but she is obsessed with South South Park and maybe that's the that's the tattoo for her. Me too. Um, is Jesse Jesse's obsessed with South Park too? Oh yeah, he like tries to I've never really I was always more of a Simpsons fan. Not that you have to be one or the other and Jesse proves that. Um yeah. but I never really got into South Park. Maybe because my parents were like so into it that I was like, this is lame. Um, but he'll have me watch certain episodes that he thinks that I'll like and I'll giggle. They're fun. Yeah, um, I'm I was always obsessed with it. I used to my parents used to watch it and I used to like hide behind the couch to watch it when I it was like nighttime. That's um funny. Yeah. They it, it, like if that was a thing you used to do. You didn't have your little phone where you could just YouTube it. You had to go and you had to you had to sneak around and shit. This generation you know? doesn't even know how lucky they've got it. They don't even know about sneaking around. Remember no. snooping? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when you couldn't just log into your mom's Amazon and find out what she got you for Christmas? You had to go in, in the attic. Oh my god. And so and true. figure it out. That go is in the so closet true. and see what you got. It's yeah. so hard to like surprise people on Amazon if you share an account. Yeah, you can't surprise people anymore. Remember surprises? No, no, I don't. Like, no, me either. I don't like surprises. So long ago. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I feel like let's let's wrap this up. I feel like we're okay. at a good stopping point. But okay, what? So, what is? Do you have while we're while we're on it? Do you have a favorite? thing to tattoo uh-huh. and do you have a favorite thing to do in Disney um I know this is a loaded question this is a loaded question because my two I can I'll say that my two equal equal things favorite things to tattoo are Disney stuff and horror stuff okay gotcha. and they are equal they are totally equal mm-hmm. I cannot pick one because they're so different that they have yeah. to be equal. You don't have um, to pick one. I love that. That's a great answer. And they're so yeah. And I and I love my opposite ends of the spectrum. And it's all goofy. But at the end of the day, it's all goofy shit anyway. Yeah. Um. And in Disney. Okay. My favorite thing is this thing called the Tiki Room. Which okay, what's that? Is a room. But I hate to spoil it because I like to take people there who have no idea what it's going to be and nobody ever likes it. (laughs) It is literally these four animatronic birds with horrible, horrible, horrible. There's like a French accent, I think a Mexican accent, a German accent, and like, I can't remember what the other one is, English, maybe he's British or something. (laughs) <laughs> and they're like old. Oh, it's like from the forties or fifties. Like maybe even the mid sixties. I'll give it the sixties. They all sing this song about the tiki room, and then as you as it goes along, more birds show up. There's girl birds that show up. Then the flowers that come down from the ceiling start singing, and they're very creepy. Then the totem poles on the walls start singing. Then there's like these alligator like things that start drumming. The entire room like comes to life and it's like a fever dream. And oh my, my favorite what? thing to do in Disney is take a new person 
to the tiki room so that they can see the weirdest shit they've ever seen in their life. Is there like a line to go? Like what is it? No, a, there's not a line. It's like a little show a and they're all animatronics. Uh, what park is this in? In Magic Kingdom. In Magic Kingdom right by the uh, Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Which oh I've never God. been on. But it's that right it's right in between the jungle cruise and the magic carpets. And it's the tiki room. And then you can go get dole whip afterwards because you've definitely earned it after you sit through the tiki room. <laughs> and I think it's so fucking funny. Like I took my boyfriend there for the first time the other day. Like this and I was there last week. Like that's how recently I was in Disney. Oh wow. And he was like, how- never waste my time like that again. <laughs> And I, I was like, this that. is perfect. This is the reaction I'm looking for. Amazing. Yeah, do you so like genuinely a- like it or do you like it because of the like like the irony? Is it is it a I'm unsure of the answer to that question. <laughs> I'm definitely unsure because I, I think that I okay. I think initially it was like I liked it because it was fucking stupid, but now I think I genuinely like it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I find yeah. it so important. I can't wait to take my coworkers to it. They're going to be over me. I love that. Okay, well, I'll have to yeah. look out for that next time I'm there. The look out for room. that. Take your child. She'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesse will be like, what the hell? Jesse will very much be like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. Or, or he'll, he'll be like into it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah um so anna where can our listeners find you on um so you can find me at curls junior tattoos on instagram if you want to book an appointment go to pushtattoos.com and select the booking link fill out the form please (laughs) um you can dm me but i prefer you do the the form unless something happens and then you you need to dm me it's fine um and then, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much the only place. So it's at Curls Junior Tattoos. Oh, that was nice. We gotta love the dog choking in the background on something. Oh my god, yes, we do have a a, thir- a second guest technically. Yes, um, all of yeah. choking in the background. It's good. Yeah, definitely go to Anna though if you want a tattoo. Um, a- Especially a pop Anything. culture shit. Yeah, the like great color work. Um, yeah, she's. I'm a also part time, part time plant tattooer. Do like to do oh, that? Okay. I do like that, but that's definitely part time. Okay, good to know. But yes. it's plants and, and succulents, not flowers. I'm good on that. Done okay, that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do flowers. That's I could get that. Um, and yeah. it's located in Wilmington, Delaware. Wilmington, Delaware. So cool. Yep. Well, thank you for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Thanks. Um, there's definitely, I'd love to have you on for like a horror one. That would be a lot of fun to do. We can do uh, that. You should just have me and um my friend Heather on. She's the oh, that would other be awesome. horror really. Yeah. Uh yeah, because I know there's like so many things you have like a lot of like interest in so i feel like we could totally have you on for another spot yeah um, but thank you for good. joining us and of this course. is a lot of fun and yeah. yeah we'll see you next time bye all right bye